Welcome to Student Success Secrets, short and sweet study hacks for busy students who want to stress less and tap into their true academic potential. I'm your coach, Roberto Sacripanti. Have you ever asked yourself why people have different skills? Why is understanding science easier for them than it is for me? Or how does the person always get straight A's? If so, you're not alone. I spent most of my academics trying to crack the code, but without success. The truth was, I kept studying harder, pulling questionable all-nighters, and yet I was not getting the results I wanted. Eventually, I realized that the current school system is simply not built to teach us how to learn, how to study, and how to think. In search for answers while pursuing my medical school dream, I decided to take charge on my own education. But the real question is, what is the key to learning? Join me on my journey as I share the little known secrets to stress less, shift priorities, and get better grades. I'm your coach, Roberto Sacripanti, and this is the Student Success Secrets Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of Student Success Secrets. I'm super excited to bring back by popular demand uh, Jesse Rowe, mindset coach, mental health advocate, uh, podcast host of Recovering Mentally. Jess, welcome back. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much. And so, Jess, you know, to talk, uh, you know, if you guys didn't follow back the, uh, the, the launching episode with Jess, make sure to um, check that out. But I want you to, uh, you know, go back into the story of uh, what inspired you to, uh, you know, become a mindset coach and, and also a mental health advocate. What was the, the turning points and uh, how did the uh, education kind of like shape you in, in the way um, to, you know, who you become today, right? You know, it's very interesting. So I worked in corporate America for about 18 years and I got burned out. I was on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I was in an industry that you could, that was not very stable. Mm -hmm. And it was very easy for you to be laid off, get fired. It, it, it was very, very stressful. So I got burned out and decided this is no longer serving me. Uh, mental health wise and just my all out life. It was, it was no longer serving me. So I took a leap. I had um, a little bit of money saved. I took a leap and I started using my real estate license instead of for property management at, to be a full-time real estate agent. And then what happened is I joined a, mar or a networking group that has a very particular niche and I would tell people, they would ask you, you know, tell me your story. Tell me, tell me how you got to real estate. And I told them and they were like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And that story was basically how corporate America, the burnout almost killed me. Literally. Um, it took away 
I had, uh, I have mental health, two mental health disorders, and it really messed with my disorders. It messed with my confidence. I, I went from being a star employee to just a zombie employee. Mm -hmm. And the story that I told them, they said, no, you need to be talking about this. And I was like, I okay I was somewhat ready but not fully ready I was feeling very vulnerable and I started talking to more and more people in this networking group about it and suddenly I decided that I was going to start a nonprofit because not only do I have mental health disorders but my son does too and so it's not only paving the road for me and I'm about to be 41 um, it's paving the road for the next generation of, of young amazing children and amazing college students and amazing teenagers paving the road for them to a world in corporate America that is more mental health friendly. And so that's where I got into it because I can assure you the one thing that I told myself is I never ever wanted anyone to go through or to feel the way I did in that burnout. That's very noble what you're doing. And I really, I can very relate to that because, you know, my startup uh, is actually focusing on tackling that um, mental health component uh, within academics, right? This mental health stigma that's around academics and you're tackling it as well in the uh, in the workforce, right? So that's, that's something very crucial and that uh, I really applaud you for for that because it's not very uh talked about it right so yes. and uh you know uh so you mentioned this uh this turning point in your career so um what are some of the most common mistakes that you've seen to get to that point right and then you would advise your younger self not to you know uh there were a couple of turning points. One was, one was, um, I took a job that was in all intents and purposes on paper was my dream job. It, it, it was literally everything I worked for in the work experience world, as well as the educational world. And I was so excited and in three months of starting that job, I realized that I was never going to be safe. The work environment was toxic. Um, they were trying to do a restructure by adding me to the company, yet they, they didn't tell an associate that he had a new boss and it was me. And so there was constant, you know, behind my back stuff and things like that. So in three months, I knew this job, I needed to get out of it. However, I had the old school mentality of I'm not a job hopper. And I stayed 15 months too long and ended up being wrongfully terminated. Hmm. Um, in an effort as a single mom to stay employed and to provide for my children, I didn't grieve that job loss. I had never, ever been a problem employee. I was always getting the highest marks on my reviews since I was 18 years old. And I 
what I realized looking back at it now is that I did not grieve long enough. Instead, I quickly jumped into the next property management job uh, to support my family and my mental health continued to decline as a result of it. And so I wasn't the star employee. I was the zombie employee just going through the motions to get through the day, not realizing this is no longer my passion anymore. This is not what I need to be doing. And so what I would definitely, definitely tell my younger self is one, Education is critical because I didn't go back to undergrad. I started, I did a year in college when I was 18, left school because I had a great job and was climbing the ladder, went back to grad or undergrad at 26, graduated at 28, and then went back to grad school when I was 30. And so I would tell my younger self, one, education is so important, no matter what you do, trade school, tech school, uh, university, knowledge is power and it, it definitely opens doors. The other thing I would say is stop being so afraid. Stop being so afraid to take a leap of faith. Stop being so afraid of what people think about you. You essentially are authentic and you are creating your own brand. I think that's something that we forget about when we're somebody's quote employee is we have our own authentic nature and we are a brand each individually. Yeah. So I would definitely tell myself, recognize you for being unique and special and gifted in so many ways and create your own brand and forget these guys. So it, it was it was a very, very difficult thing to learn, a hard pill to swallow. It almost took my it almost took my life even. And I am grateful now to be here and to have the hindsight. But going I'm about to be 41. The only thing I can tell you is I really, really wish this would have kicked in at about 25. <laughs> That's that's amazing that you share that. And you touch on a good point that it's uh, branding, right? So I feel like personal branding is not talked too much about as well as mental health during college. But at the end of the day, we, we are our own brand, right? And so yeah. we should go through college already thinking about a way the, the way that we want us to be portrayed when we graduate, right? So how do we, or should we be perceived by the workforce, by the next job, or by graduate school, right? What's our passion? Can we build upon it during during graduation and then uh, during undergrad? And then on this process, on this journey, can we also make sure that we are taking care of our own mental health? So that self-care part that, again, as you mentioned, it's school is just not only about grades or getting good grades or studying 10 or 12 hours a day because it's a cutthroat environment and you need to get all those high grades to get into your top choice, right? Of school, right. Like graduate school, for medical school, law school, right? Which is becoming even more and more competitive. What these schools look uh, for more is your personal brand. What can you bring? What value can you um, uh, bring on uh, to this new environment that you're going to that is grad school because eventually you know 
as you mentioned, uh, undergrad is more general education, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you should actually be failing a lot in order to find your own success, which is your own passion, right? And then channeling that passion for maybe a graduate school where you do more uh, specialized work that eventually sets you up for success even more, right? And that I think you can touch upon that, right, with your own experience when you went to graduate school, right? Absolutely. A grad school, I think like we talked um, before we started the podcast, you know, if I could afford to go to grad school over and over again, I would go to grad school for so many things because it it's like you said, undergrad is very basic and it is the general education. Grad school really dives deep. If you are passionate about something, I highly recommend going to grad school, taking that deep dive into it and really, really just putting your heart and soul into something that you're passionate about because they, um, they definitely, it's, it's difficult, but it is doable and it is oh so worth it. The confidence that you have when you come out of grad school on a particular subject matter is incredible because you are no longer, you are no longer a, um, lower management or entry-level employee like you are in undergrad, you are specialized now. And there's a lot of value in that. I totally agree with that. And, you know, the more you specialize, the more you can serve your the people that you want to impact, right? So, yes. you know, if, if everybody has generalized knowledge in a way, right? Hmm? But then that's when you know, grad school, self-education, really hone in on those skills that make you different, distinct, and distinguished in your own way so that you can go and impact more people and serve your, your life purpose, right? Yes, absolutely. I think the other thing that I would tell my, my younger self and that I would tell your listeners is please don't base your success off of a GPA, don't base your success off of what my salary is. Those, those things aren't, aren't true milestone markers of success. I mean, in grad school, you have to maintain a 3.0. That doesn't mean go kill yourself and get, I had a 3.91, but I killed myself to get it. When at the end of the day, if I had a 3.0, I was exactly the same as everybody in line at that graduation there's no special tassel for it nothing yeah and so you know that's a good point because again as we were touching on on that before it takes a toll on your mental health right yes and then that you know fogs your mind and your brain becomes foggy and you have that uh, mental fog that doesn't allow you to be productive, be focused, stay clear on your own path. And you start asking all those questions like, is this right for me? I'm not good enough. Right. So, yes. and that self doubt, it's eventually what, what kills you inside. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you feel lost, you feel depressed, you feel lonely and you just don't realize it. And so, yes. you know, thank you so much for, for sharing that. I think it's really important. You we touch upon these points because it's not really, uh, you know, talk about a lot. And uh, the other thing that I was gonna, I was gonna add uh, on that is, 
you took an unconventional path, but you were happy with it. And what I see is that you gave yourself permission to do so and not feeling judged by what your environment might say or what, you know, society pressures us to do. Like, you know, traditionally you will go out of, you will finish high school, get into college, you know, get a great job and go off with your life, right? Instead, you, you took that time to actually understand, do that one year of college said, okay, I'm going to, you know, stick to my job because that's what, you know, uh, that's the, that's how you, that was your uh, definition of success at the time, right? And it's okay yes. to change it over time, right? Um, as your why changes, your life purpose change. Again, it doesn't stay stagnant. It doesn't, uh, don't you ever think that, you know, if you're a mental health advocate right now, you can figure out a way to, um, you know, help uh, destigmatize mental health within the workforce. Maybe in like 10 years from now, you're going to have a different cause, right? So, right. Uh, I think it's it's very important to allow yourself to say it's okay that, you know, I have my own time, I have my own uh, path. And as long as you're happy and as long as you it makes you fulfill, right? Absolutely. Some of the most important workers in this country, um, especially during this time, uh, teachers, first responders, social workers, grocery store people, gas station attendants, these are our frontline workers. And their job is so important and so necessary. But are they making six figures? Probably not. No. Majority, no. And there's nothing wrong with that. We don't go necessarily go to college to to make the six-figure income, we we go to college to educate ourselves in order to be more well-rounded in the world. Exactly, and create that holistic profile that eventually makes us, you know, more knowledgeable to do what we love, right? Yes. Awesome. Jess, thank you so much for, uh, again, opening and, and sharing uh, your valuable time with us. I really appreciate it. Is there anything that you would like to share that I didn't ask you? You know, the only thing I would tell you guys is follow your dreams, follow your hearts, no matter what age you are at. You are never too old. If we stop learning, we die. And never be afraid to reinvent yourself. Uh, that's what I had to do. And you know what? There's empowerment in doing that. And if you ever are in need of a mindset coach, you can refine, you can find me at Recovering Mentally Crew Facebook page. And I'd be happy to help in any way that I can. Awesome, man. You guys, if you want to learn more uh, from, from Jess, uh, feel free to tune in on their podcast named Recovering Mentally. And I think it's available on any platform, right? Yes. Awesome. So Jess, thank you again so much for uh, talking with me and talking to our audience. Uh, I really think uh, our listeners found a lot of value in what in your story and your personal journey. And again, I preach you again for what you're doing and uh, keep going at it. Thank you so much. Thank you.